Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Back on today's Rutherford Issues here on News Radio WGNS and uh, State Representative Mike Sparks is uh, joining us. We're going to talk about several things here this morning and uh, Wings of Freedom Fish Fry, part of that. And um, if he'll stop playing the part of paparazzi here, we'll get him on the radio. So, are you going to talk this morning? Or you're just going. Oh, to I thought you pictures? were going to do some commercials. No, I said we're ready to go. I was over here getting a picture of Monty back there. Mm. You know? Is it surprising to see people actually working? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's in action. I was trying to get him wave at me. Yeah, yeah. I thought, thought Jeff Neal, if he's listening, would would enjoy seeing that. You know. Mm. Yeah, how's it going, Brian? It's going okay. You like that cup of coffee I brought you? Yeah, it's hot. You know, I had um, I, mean, I was reminded when I was going through McDonald's. Um, you just want people to know that you brought in a cup of coffee <laughs> the that kindness. you paid twenty five cents for. It. <laughs> hey, it's the thought that matters. But one yeah. day I got Scott some coffee uh, years ago, and I was talking to Truman Jones earlier, and and uh, I said something like, "Hey, I got this from Scott or something." He says, "Well, Scott doesn't drink coffee," and I was like. He doesn't? And I thought, Scott drinks coffee. He said, no, he don't drink coffee. I said, well, Truman, you want it? And I come back, and Scott says, hey, where's that coffee you were getting me? I said, Truman said, you don't drink coffee. I said, so I gave it to Truman. He said, he knew I drank coffee. And anyways, I, that was that had to be like eight years ago, so I still still reminded of that. Um, did you know, speaking of, of events like that, that they took the word gullible out of the dictionary? No, because yeah. I used it to the day. No, they did not take that out. <laughs> <laughs> I see. What's that called? A um, uh-huh. what's what's that called? Is that irony or is that no? That's not irony. That's um. What's the other I one? Jumbo shrimp. A, what's the other one? Um, an oxymoron. Oxymoron. Yeah. 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 Anyways. <laughs> so what's on your mind here this morning? No. Um. I was telling Scott about that that McDonald's app. Do you know you use a McDonald's app? I don't. Man, I'm, I'll tell you who put me on the McDonald's app is Melissa. Yeah. I was on the way up here one day. She said, hey, drop by McDonald's. You know how to do the app? I said, no, I don't know how to do the app. And she got a free, like, $4 cup of coffee, one of those lattes or something. Man, I just do that iced coffee right there, large. If you do the McDonald's app, you can get it for 99 cents. Hmm. You get them large fries for a dollar. Wow. Man, it's, it's a good deal. If you, you just have if, to use uh, the app, huh? Yeah. Um, anyways, I mean, those. I'm sure there's listeners out there. It's like, yeah, I agree with you, man. It's a, it's a good buy for a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, not no sense. Then you want the senior discount. And then, you know, by the time it's all said and done, you want to walk away with free Do- stuff. Got it for a dollar seventy nine. You know what I mean? Mm. No, I stretch a dollar where I can. You know, man, we all have to with this bite inflation. Man, look at the price of gas, and it's coming down a little bit though. It's not just inflation; it's Biden inflation, right? Yeah, Biden inflation. You know, okay. then student loans. What do you think about that? I don't know. What are your thoughts about it? Uh, somebody called me this morning. Well, Bobby Hopkins uh, with our Rotary Club, I happened to call Bobby. And Bobby, he'll get on a rant about all kinds of different issues. And he started ranting about it. Um, I don't I don't blame him. I mean, you know, I had to pay my debt. My son had to pay his debt. You know, other people had to pay their debt. Now the rest of the country's paying for these students' debt. But I will say the cost of college, in my opinion, is way too high. With te- today's technology, with other uh, venues out there, whether it's apps, speaking of apps, or other online courses, the cost of college, in my opinion, should be should be a lot less than it is today. So, what's the uh, what's the answer? I mean, because you also are a proponent of 
higher pay for professors. Well, you're right, and, and, and I have to catch myself. Well, here, here's here's where I look at this, and you know, it's not being critical of the universe or anything like that. But I, I, I see what I call disconnect. I see a lot of disconnect. You know, I had a, as you've heard me share, and I've run a bill for for every year since I've been up here. It freezes the sheriff and the mayor's pay raise. They got a $10,000 pay raise last year. No disrespect to the mayor, no disrespect to the sheriff. My bill would have saved the taxpayers $20 million. You know who fought me on that? Lobbyists. You know who pays for them? The taxpayers. Tell me if that ain't some irony. That's some irony right there where the where law, where taxpayers are paying for lobbyists that lobby against tax savings. I mean, tell me if that ain't some jacked up crazy stuff. So, yeah, I, have a, I, I advocate for for low pay of adjuncts i mean my professor was only making eighteen thousand, but then i see the president get a fifty six thousand dollar pay raise uh something's a little jacked up about that that's jacked up that's three that's three adjuncts um so it's nothing against the the president it's nothing against um our sheriff but to me help those guys at solid waste help those substitute school teachers help those bus drivers because look at the turnover Help those police officers, help those nurses, because look at that turnover. Look what it costs to train someone that, that's going to get out there. Even solid waste, something as simple as solid waste, they need truck drivers. Well, we need employees all over the place. It's not just teachers and nurses. It's it's everywhere, you know. So my logic is take care of the common man. Don't go give the healthy more medicine when they ain't the health that needs the medicine. And somebody said that. Who said that years ago, like 2,000 years ago? I have no idea. Could you don't know who Jesus is? Okay. You know Jesus, don't you? Yeah. Jesus said that. He says, not the health need a physician, but the sick. Mm. That's not, And that's a conservative issue. That ain't a liberal issue. It's a conservative issue. Am I right? It, it's sure. You know? I mean, seriously, it's a conservative issue. You're you're training somebody to, to learn to fish rather than give them a fish, you know? But um, but the prize of college, it is. I've shared it with Bob Corker. Uh I was working, talk, talk about weird synchronicities. I call them God wink moment synchronicities. I was working on my my second book, Learn to Barter. Well, one of the areas I was talking about was the the national debt, which was $21 trillion. We hit $21 trillion. So I went up to meet with Dr. Dean, uh, Dr. David Urban, the dean of the college at Jennings Jones College of Business. Then I had met him, really, was really impressed with, with him. And my son had just graduated uh, MTSU with finance degree. So I wanted Preston to go meet with him and me. Preston, he didn't get on the calendar, so I was up there by myself with him, and, and I was talking to him about the national debt. He said, Mike, I'm worried about this tuition debt. We just hit a trillion. I said, yes, sir. And I never thought about the, you know, a trillion dollars worth of debt, and now it's $1.8 trillion, by the way, and that's been about seven years ago. And But guess where, guess where I was at next day? I was at the country club with, with uh, Bob Corker, Senator Bob Corker. So I asked a question. To Senator Corker, I said, "Sir, we've just hit a trillion dollars worth of debt with tuition." I said, "You know, look at the long-term ramification of this. Students trying to get a car loan, trying to get a home loan. You know, with with being, um, you know, shackled with all this debt." Well, my comments were in the paper the next day, and Dean Urban sees them. I hardly even knew Dean Urban. His wife told me the story. He had literally had a cup of coffee in his hand, and he opens the paper and sees my comments. And he and she said he almost dropped his coffee. He's like, "Look, I'm the one that told Mike about this." Well, remember, I went to graduate like two years after that. Well, guess who walks by? Bob Corker. Uh, he's like, "Mike, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Well, I'm graduating." I think he thought I was a professor or something, you know, with a graduate 
cape on, you know. Oh, he quickly learned that wasn't. Yeah, he did. And, <laughs> and so I just started asking, how much debt you got? How much debt you got? How much debt you got? And I, I polled like five people, and Corker was standing there looking like, whoa, once to 20000 25000 $30,000 worth of debt. The average is about about 28000 And then, um, you know, he kind of calls me out when he goes to, to speak in a, in a nice way. Um, but then I seen him again at another big event, and I didn't go sit up front with everybody else. I sat at the far back with um, – Oh, Trish Nash's um, uh, son-in-law sat back here in the back, and I asked him. I said, "Now, I said, sir, I asked you years ago. It was one tree, and now it's one tree and three hundred twenty-four billion five hundred sixty-seven million." And he didn't see me back there. But then they put me back in the Tennessee again with with asking that with Bob Corker. Um, but you know, our the few our generate the generation that came before us, which I call the the greatest generation, the the Steve Fitchies of the world. You know, the Mayor Jim. James Walls of the world, my father, others, they would have done something about this kind of stuff. I think we've just gotten a little too, um, we lost a lot of discernment, a lot of wisdom in, in many areas, and this is one of them. So student loan forgiveness, do you have a thought about what I, we're going to do? I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have done that. I think you could have somehow worked with them, but, but look at the price of college today. It shouldn't, it shouldn't cost that much. I mean, it's you know that's that's my opinion um but i do think thirty thousand dollars today for a college degree um i I don't think it's correct i know what with we talked last week on the radio with mayor cole they've got a new i think it's a millwork training program over there in laverne they're starting up uh, over the back by the post office and we've got the new t-cats you know um you can go through there for about what four to five thousand dollars and and have uh, and come out with a career. My my nephew's one of them. He's working, making good money. I mean, it's no disrespect to the cost of college, but we can stream. You know, look at this cup of coffee. We can streamline this. You know, this isn't. If this was government, this would be fifteen dollars instead of ninety nine cents. So, you know, the free market should should really. I think free market is the way to solve these problems, not more government. Well, I I know that for my daughter, both Dalton and Bobby are in school. Um, so my daughter trying to figure out a way to pay for school. She wants to at least get her master's, uh, if not a doctorate, it it was going to be impossible. I mean, she'd have been in debt forever. Um, she is, has decided Tennessee national guard is, is her route. And so she is going to start basic here this semester at some point. And then, uh, they will pay for her school and they, they will yes. pay off her student loans as I well. Had a, so I had a lady call me yesterday. want me to fly a flag over the Capitol for her niece. Uh, miss, um, miss white. Uh, called me. I think her husband was a former state trooper that's retired now. And, um, my sister was dread. You know, she's, she was in the army in the guard and retired, made good money, got a great retirement. She was up for soldier of the year in like 83. My sister, Sharon, um, I think it's, it's great. Now for some people, military is not the way to go you know sure um well we had serious conversations about it yeah and it's it's not the army (laughs) reserves it's the tennessee national guard so and she'll get some training there that could go along with her animal science degree that she's looking at so um i think it's a good thing i had a student in my class of the day you know i get an intern every year and um in fact some of the interns been on the radio with us you know we've done a couple of shows you and i have with interns up and um i started talking to a young man and um the kids are just very, very, very sharp, you know, and very polite. And I was asking a uh, young man, he mentioned something about Smyrna. 
and he said moved up from uh, Columbia to stay in Smyrna. The rent, he said, rent was a little cheaper in Smyrna. And I said, how many hours you take? He said, I'm taking 15 hours. I said, are you working? He said, yeah. I said, where is it? Cracker Barrel. I said, how many hours? He said, like 35 hours a week at Cracker Barrel and taking 14 hours and paying $1,500 in, in rent, um, him and his girlfriend. You know, so, you know, that's a good thing about going back to school. You see the struggles that a lot of these um, students are going through, but you also see the struggles of an adjunct professor like Dr. Bill Krause that was just up here doing the show. Um, you know, he's in my interview. You know, we, we made a story about that. Um, and like I say, um, oh, I, I run legislation. They got a little bit of pay raise. Did it make a difference? I think it made a difference. You know, um, my logic is not that you don't want to pay adjuncts. My logic is don't just keep paying people that are making three and $400,000 to give them a raise. You take care of the, the average person. You know what I mean? I've watched that, but I've watched that for 20 years, Brian. Hmm. You know? It ain't just something I just seen last week. I'm telling you, it's just a, it's a jacked up system, man. You know, I'd love to be an MTSU and debate a hundred professors on these issues. Tucker Theater, wouldn't that be neat? Because by by debating them I and by putting it out there, you're also putting the truth out there, and you're also putting out things that uh, see people hadn't seen what I've I've seen a lot of dark stuff. I've seen some now whether it's evil, demonic, yeah, greed, evil. That's arrogance, pride. Yeah, it's demonic i would i would argue so you're seeing some crazy stuff um anyways that's my rant for the morning are you sure <laughs> no for the next 30 minutes maybe <laughs> uh i did want to uh, one other quick thing because uh, i know that this this means a lot to smyrna and north rutherford county uh the service of kevin arnold yes uh as the uh police chief uh, he's he's retiring so that that's going to leave a huge void. He's done a great job with yes. the growth in Smyrna. Yes, um, his mentor was my mentor, Sally Walls. We, you know, we, this show and the WGNS have been really good to to the Walls family, the Omni Hut, Polly, Joe, Major Walls, and others. Um, yeah, I know uh, Sally was not only his, his mentor, but um, Andy Miller, Sergeant Andy Miller's mentor, Chief Deputy Lowry, uh, Keith Lowry, and so many others. Uh, I can promise you will will credit their police service to the late Sally Walls, uh, Ken Atkin, so many others. In fact, one of the officers had passed that that was with Sally. Um, can't think of his name right now. He's the one that that accidentally got shot in the leg and had to retire. I'd heard he passed away this week. Hmm. Um, I wish I could remember his name. I'm, somebody maybe they'll text me five two five three one nine eight. Let me know his his name. But anyways. Kevin's a great guy. He's got a, got a heart for people, too, you know. Well, I know his um, – want to recognize his service. And, you know, I, I think 2007 seems to be the year that comes into my mind. Um, I, I can't remember exactly. But he's been police chief through a lot of growth in, in Smyrna. Yes, a lot of challenges. You know, Smyrna, we've grown so much. And, um, you know, I started the Sheriff's Academy Tuesday night with my – assistant uh, or my intern um sarah uh, schneider who was on the radio about a month ago with me and um you know law enforcement's it's a little different than it was 10 and 20 years ago you know well we're going to talk a little bit about that um sheriff citizens academy what did you want to speak on about well that? i just wanted to, to thank them um uh you know sergeant gary heron um his uh, i think his anniversary is today i think 31 years so congratulations to 
Sergeant Gary Heron of the Rutherford County um, Sheriff's uh, Department. Uh, he's leading up that. The Sheriff Mike Fitzhugh spoke the other night. Um, Chief Lowry, um, Major Brett Reed, uh, dispatch Bobby Jackson, and others. Um, and one of the areas, and here's what I want to want to get out. I went through the, the academy like. 15 years ago when I was a young county commissioner, went through TDOC's academy, TBI's academy, and um, one of the areas that I'm seeing a lot is the, the areas of mental health. You know, that that's – the state's going to have to do a, a whole lot better job of addressing that. I know we have tried, uh, but it's not just the state. It's going to be uh, municipalities and the counties as well um, to, try to, to try to find solutions to those problems. Solution uh, – alternative solutions to jail time is that what you mean you know it, it's it's like what and i don't think the, the sheriff would mind me sharing this at least i hope he doesn't um you know they're not trained to, to deal with these mental health situations you know uh and if you see what happened in sumner county in fact somebody called me who had heard me on the radio um we're talking about mental health and she um she's seen what the tennessee mental health crisis and substance abuse um they've got a crisis hotline so they went out and what the and the job that the local law enforcement up there did, I really didn't look good. And folks may have seen what happened. Um, they didn't de-escalate the situation; it, it escalated. Um, and that's what I brought up when I was going through TDLC's academy. I watched um, some correctional officers uh, take down an inmate. You know, they got a cage, they got a mock-up like jail cell, I guess you'd say. And I hate to be the outlier in the crowd. I hate to be the fifth wheel, but I'm looking at this scenario and I see like five correctional officers go down with the shield, take them down. And I told him, I said, well, wouldn't you, shouldn't you at least have a nurse come over here, a female and talk to this guy, find out what's going on. You know, maybe he got a letter that his mom died or maybe there's something in the background going on that we could try to, to address. And, um, and I remember the commissioner, he says, um, well, we do that, like that. And I said, but you didn't do it here tonight, you know. Um, and I do think there's certain people have some better skill sets to de-escalate situations. Uh, Sally was one of them. I mean, anybody knew Sally knew how she was. She had a heart. She had a heart for people. Nothing means she couldn't be tough. I've seen her beat up two guys before. I mean, <laughs> well, her son and her and her nephew, Lonnie and Pat, wrestle. I mean, she was tough, man. Anybody knew Sally, um, she'd taken them both on the front yard, just throwing them around like they're rag dolls, you know. Mm-hmm. And I watched her climb over the, I guess it was a six-foot wall. I was about 10 years old. Here she was, the first female police chief in state of Tennessee, going through the police academy. And this was like 19... 19- 80, I guess, 79, 80, when women just didn't go through the police academy. And she just had that persistent uh, conviction that she was going to do this and make it happen, putting herself through MTSU. So um, I, I think Chief Arnold wouldn't mind me plugging Sally in as one of his mentors. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Carolyn Peebles is uh, online, and we're going to talk Wings of Freedom fish fry, I think, Yes, right? all right. All Thank right. you. Let's do that. When we come back here, you're listening to Rutherford Issues. State Representative Mike Sparks joining, as well as Carolyn Peebles on the other side of this timeout. Uh, Wings of Freedom fish fry is coming up. We'll tell you all about it in a second. My name is Jennifer Sanchez. I'm the manager over Steered Straight Thrift Stores. At Steered Straight Thrift Stores, we work with local school students to help them understand the consequences of adverse behavior. At Steered Straight, 
We focus on prevention. We employ over 20 people from all walks of life. And each of us has a story. Mine is of recovery. Dear Straight Thrift Stores. Wine at 007 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard and 845 Middle Tennessee Alpha Church. Okay, Blue Raider fans, if it's Middle Tennessee gear you want, nobody, I mean nobody, has more selection than Raider tees. If you can wear it, they have it in the blue and white of your Blue Raiders. In all sizes, from babies to the most mature Middle Tennessee fans, hats, polos, shirts, sweats, and more, looking for a special gift? You'll want to check out their selection of metal wall art and framed art pieces at Raider Tees. They're located at 910 Richley Road, just off Broad, behind Chewy's. They say to never mess with the classics, but Panera did just that and more with our new chef's chicken sandwiches. By using pan-seared chicken, our secret garlic aioli recipe, Parmesan crisps, and pickle chips, all on a buttery brioche roll. Because if no one messed with the classics, you'd never have a chicken sandwich this good. New chef's chicken sandwiches from Panera. Only $1 delivery fee when you order on our app. Restrictions apply. For details, visit PaneraBear.com slash delivery info. Attention. Per the current government mandate, U.S.-based insurers are now required to cover at-home COVID testing kits with no out-of-pocket fees to you. If you have a current insurance plan, you are eligible to receive up to eight COVID-19 tests shipped to you each month absolutely free, as long as the government mandate is in effect. Just visit TestKitForFree.com to register now from the comfort of your own home. That's TestKitForFree.com to receive your tests shipped to you at no cost. Go to testkitforfree.com today. Paid for by Tiero Health. Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. We're back here on Rutherford Issues, and uh, we're going to welcome in Carolyn Peebles, who's joining us. And um, Mike, uh, tell us why you yeah. decided to have Carolyn on today. Well, um, Carolyn, just uh, I know you've been big on the fish fry for many years now, and I just thought we could help promote promote that a little bit and um uh, tell us a little about who we're honoring this year well good morning everybody um we are so blessed this year we are honoring we um the uh teachers of the year for rutherford county and murfreesboro city school system okay yeah so, so those are i mean in the past we've done different things like you know, yeah um ems police officers no. retired what was we did we do um did we do the greatest generation one year or was that that was probably eight or ten years ago because we got to honor i think major walls major walls came mm-hmm. uh that night well since i've been involved uh probably for eight or ten years we have uh been honoring uh, different areas <clears throat> excuse me of, of veterans we have done vietnam veterans world war ii veterans we have done Desert Storm veterans, and we also uh, honored nurses in the military as well as Gold Star families. Mm, yes. So the veterans are very important to us, and it's kind of like the name of the event, Wings of Freedom. So it's talking about our freedom and how the veterans have meant so much to all of us and how they have made sure that we stay free as a nation. So how did you decide on uh, the Teachers of the Year from uh, this uh, Murfreesboro City and Rutherford County Schools? How did you decide on that being your uh, group to highlight this year? Well, um, actually, we've been honoring, like I said, mostly veterans. Last year, we kind of uh, took a small detour because it was 9-11. 
we, we uh, honored all of the first responders because it was the anniversary of 9-11. And then this year, we, as we looked uh, at the different areas or different what we call our local heroes, uh, who we would like to honor this year and thinking about everything that the teachers have gone through in 2020 with COVID and all of the different directions that they have had to go to teach our students, we thought it very fitting that we pause and say thank you for those teachers who every day in the classroom uh, make a difference in the lives of all of our children. Um, when is the Wings of Freedom Fish Fry? Give us the date, the uh, times, and uh, location and all, if you don't mind, Carolyn. Oh, I don't mind. The uh, Wings of Freedom Fish Fry, this is actually our 20th anniversary, and it will be on uh, Saturday, September 10th. Uh, it's always the second Saturday in September. It'll be at the Azure uh, Flight Support Hangar on Dove Warpool Drive. We have also... Um, uh, lots of things to do. We have classic cars. We have planes. Um, we have um, what we call the bake shack. That's where all the hors d'oeuvres are served, and those begin. Uh, we open the doors at 4, and we serve our catfish dinner at 6 o'clock. So uh, we're inviting the community to come out and join us, to fellowship, and have a good time uh, to celebrate our 20th anniversary. Now, also, the, this is a, a Rotary Club fundraiser. Kind of give us some idea on what you do with those funds because it goes right back into the community, doesn't it? Absolutely. We, um, all of the money that we raise for our Wings of Freedom Fish Fry goes directly back into our community, to, uh, to nonprofits in our community through a grant system. And uh, with that money, uh, like I said, with the funds from the fish fry, that's how we give back to our local nonprofits in our community. And also, um, we have, as a Rotary Club over the years, had different projects that we uh, actually um, implemented, such as, uh, I think when I kind of got involved years ago, we was finishing up uh, our um, commitment to assist with building the Boys and Girls Club yes, in Smyrna. Yes. And then a few years later, we had, uh, like recently last year, we finished the uh, all-inclusive playground, Freedom Playground, at uh, the Jeff Coos Memorial uh, on Sam, excuse me, at Lee Victory Park. And that was, that's a playground that is for all-inclusive, uh, where all people, adults and children, can go to play and feel like that they are part of the community. Yes, good park. Um, I spoke to Robert Stevens this morning, and you know he's been real, very involved with that. And our new president, Jason um, Surratt, as well. Um, if folks hadn't seen that, um, it is awesome over there. And hats off to Rotary Club. I know the Charlie Baum uh, stepped up, and the governor as well with a seventy-five thousand dollar grant uh, to help with that. Um, Carolyn, I, I just got a phone with uh, J.C. Bowman, who's the director of. Pet is professional educators of Tennessee asking him if he can somehow uh, come by or have a booth. If, if folks want to donate, I know we're still looking for auction items. Um, who's the best contact to get those donated items if a local company wants to, um, you know, donate a gift certificate or something? Uh, uh, absolutely. Uh, Will, uh, excuse me, Mr. Garen 
at Wilson Bank and Trust in Smyrna on Lowry Street. Okay. She's the coordinator of the online auction. And she right. will be happy to coordinate that. You can drop it off to her, call her, and ask her questions about it. Uh, and we, um, we just recently found out a few days ago we had a premier package for the auction. Um, Venture Express has been so gracious. They donated us a Titans Sweet game for 16 uh, oh, wow. for the game on the 25th. And that, that particular uh, package, I understand, is valued at $15,000. Really? So that will raise us a lot of money to help us reach our goal. And, you know, unfortunately, I don't know if I'll be able to bid on that, but yes. maybe some of my friends will win it and not get to go. <laughs> exactly. Well, Carolyn, real quick, you're, you're an author too, aren't you? You've wrote a couple of books, haven't you? I have. I have. My, um, I, I guess I'm going to say my gift or my calling or whatever is details and planning, and that's just who I've been uh, all of my life. And so I've written a couple of books. One is called Plan, uh, Focus, Planning with Purpose, and the second one is called Simple Solutions. Yes. And so it teaches you, the first book teaches you actually how to plan uh, an event uh, and an event doesn't necessarily mean an event such as the Wings of Freedom Fish Fry. It means an event in your life. Yes, whether ma'am. you're planning a vacation, whether you're planning a career move, whether you're planning to buy a new house. But it's the details that help you go from the vision of what you want to the manifestation of that particular thing. Yes. Well, Miss Carolyn, I appreciate you joining us talking about the uh, Wings of Freedom Fish Fry. It's on Saturday, September 10th at the uh, Smyrna Airport. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you so much for having us. And, uh, Mike, appreciate you. And Thank you, uh, if you missed any part of the program, check the podcast at WGNSRadio.com. Look under uh, Podcast and Rutherford Issues or wherever you listen to audio Spotify, iTunes, uh, iHeartMedia. We're in all those places. Facebook podcast as well.